Guys, this week gave us all the feels. There was not a dry eye on this panel. So thanks so much for joining us. We're talking all about Episode 7, The Most Disappointed Man. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Uh, get it, yeah. get it. Oh, hey. Oh, with the lights too. Uh, we, we had this. Here. We, <laughs> I don't even know we have lights. We had to spice it up a little bit after all the tears from this episode. It's so hard to be happy, right? right? Afterwards, so. Oh. Oh, I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> yes. Time after time, if you guys remember during the episode, Toby was proposing, not with this version, but he was proposing with this song. So we thought it was well, applicable. Spice it up a little bit. What is up, After Buzzers? Thank you so much for joining us. Week seven already, guys. Crazy. Yeah. Episode seven. What is going on? My name is Candace Cruz. You can find me on all of my social media at Candace R. Cruz. And I'm joined by my lovely co host over yes. here. I'm so happy to be back. You're back. I- Making a statement with that orange. I feel like we're Halloween. We missed last we week. We need some pop, so I'm going to bring in the color. I'm Keith Andre. You guys can follow me everywhere at Keith underscore Andre. And I'm Lena Nori. You can find me all over the internet at Lena Nori. And Lena is also back. Welcome back. I'm Erica Shannon, and you can find me on Twitter at Miss Airy Baby. I was gone. I'm still jamming this. Just kidding. The gang's all here. Okay, all right, all right. I was feeling keep it. Going. I mean, we could keep going, right? but we got a lot to talk I about. Was say, I think they want us to talk, yeah. I feel uh, like they, they like our dance moves, but I think they like us discussing <laughs> the episode a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard for me to laugh right now after I cried so much during this episode. So much. I was so watching much. you. Oh, my God. I was just like, every time it just it hit me Yeah, hard. out of the corner of my eye, I just saw you going. I mean, pulling like, your pulling I'm the corners sorry. Of your We got adoption. We got jail. We got yes. drugs. We got we got proposals. Mm-hmm. We got baby we got, announcements. Right? We got denying proposals. I just couldn't handle oh all of it. Oh my god, breakups. That like literally all of that happened in one episode. Yeah. It's like they how hit us so much Jam this high. episode. It was such a good episode though. Yes, okay. it like, was. Yep. And right from the opener, uh with young William played by shout out to Jamel Nikia. I had mm. to look him up because mm. that monologue I just felt like it really set the tone for the whole episode. Yeah. By like the second commercial, I was like, Okay, I don't think that <laughs> I can watch anymore tonight because my feelings are like not intact. That line that he said I wrote this down and I I think I'm going to butcher it but he was like if you had my life you would do that too or something yeah. like that mm-hmm. you would you would use to you would use to and yeah. I just like my heart broke yeah because I mean I know that this was set back earlier time like we're going back in time to see William's life but mm-hmm. this is so applicable today absolutely like it's such like a reflection of what all is going in our system mm-hmm. like the judicial systems just all <laughs> kinds of messed up it's, but mean, it's just yeah and in hearing the judge's perspective of him like I saw both perspectives from right. both of those men and I feel like when he said you may be the most disappointed in the man, man in the world but I'm a close second mm-hmm. you always forget that there's always two sides to the coin mm-hmm. on both yeah. on both um, of their stories so that was really hard to watch but but going back to Ooh. that quote <laughs> that young William had when he was saying, like, this time last year, I had my mother still mm. here. I had my my girl still here. We were having a, a child together. And all of that's gone. Like, and the way that you can fall so much in a year's time yeah. that you're in front of the police or, I mean, sorry, in front of the judge. Right. It's just for him to just be so. And if you remember from last season when he was with his mom, when he was with his girlfriend, wife, I don't remember exactly right. what mm-hmm. the status was, but he was so full of life. He was yeah. happy. Mm-hmm. And then you just see him just, everything just, just drained out of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think what I love the most about this scene in particular is I've always felt like this show does an excellent job of bringing up like specific social topics mm-hmm. without giving a lot of emphasis on it. It just kind of like shines to light and it's showing like our rate of incarceration that some of these people were just at the wrong place at the wrong time. Like the judge was in the room telling them someone stole a TV and got um, five years, Mm -hmm. five years for the TV. And then another person got 10 years. And he's saying like how many of these people he's disappointed that he has to sign this, but it's not, he's like, you'd be surprised. I'm the judge, but it's not in my control. And it's, it kind of sheds to light. I think an important topic that's like goes on 
in the United States, I mean, we are like mm-hmm. one of the highest countries with incarceration rate. So I thought I was glad that that's kind of what they opened up. But there was such an emotional scene and it was showing a different side that he was just truly someone that had lost, as you said, his mother, his wife. And then she puts or his girl and puts her his son in a box. Yeah. yeah. And, and I- Oh, oh, no. I was just going to say, I think a lot of the times, uh, what's great about the episode and that scene in particular is they did just come straight out the gun and they hit us over the head. So it was a bit overwhelming. But a lot of the times when you think of like convicts or criminals, it's easy to lose the humanity mm-hmm. and the companionship or empathy that we have for people we see as people because a lot of times we don't see them that way and so you know with his statement and his monologue he was able to bring that back and it also was kind of the perfect mirror or display of what one who may not be a person of color what like what an ally looks like because we got to see the judge and he gave his feelings like you yeah I can't take away the fact that you may be the most disappointed but I think I come in in a close second and I'm Mm -hmm. still you know in this fight with you so I think it was a really good depiction and it was something important to see for today as well. What I liked so much is like they did address like the taboo subject of like the judicial system being so messed up is that a black man standing in front of that judge probably got a higher like life sentence or a higher sentence just for the exact same crime if Mm -hmm. someone else of a different color or a different race went up in front of that judge. And I think what they did so beautifully with the juxtaposition that we saw at the very end, you know, of it being a white judge with William and then a black judge with Rebecca and Jack Mm -hmm. and seeing the two different sides. And it was just so beautiful. Even that last shot where the two of them were just like, came full circle. But it was just so like, Beautifully, I'm getting chills. Just executed mm-hmm, the way that mm-hmm. they did it of trying to show everybody's perspective. Like exactly. both judges were doing the best that they mm-hmm. could, and what their perspective was on the situation and where they, the lens that they're looking through, mm-hmm. and like it was just, mm. it was so good, oh, and it so shows good. how impacted you, how just how impacted we all are by race. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be the zero to ways. 100. It's not all about being a quote-unquote racist in that situation, but to see with the Pearsons wanting to op- adopt Randall and then a black judge, you know, his perspective. So you got to see how we all, like, have to deal with race and just how big of a dynamic it can be. It's not a one-sided, it's not a black and white thing. So I thought they did a great job of just bringing so much perspective and, like, shedding light and, in many ways, things that we haven't seen. We don't always see, like I talked about a couple weeks ago, we don't always see, like, uh, like a black community or, you know, you don't always see that on television. Mm. And so they do such a great job of showcasing that and showcasing it in, in a multi like faceted like it's layered it's so many dimensions it's not just one sided and the fact that in that last scene with those two judges Mm -hmm. they're asking each other did you do anything good today like what did you do good today and they were like I don't know I have no idea because you don't know what what you do will have what impact it'll have on somebody Mm -hmm. else so Judge Crowley I think his name was the white judge basically saving Randall right I mean not Randall sorry saving William. William yeah um, he doesn't know if William's going to go and get clean and then stay clean for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm hoping, but there's no way of me knowing that. And the same with the other judge, I think his name is Radley, who was played by, by Delroy Lindo. Um, he's saying, I don't know if leaving Randall with the Pearsons is going to do well for yeah. him. But you know what's so fascinating, and I just had this like moment, is that both of those men, their decision that they made, what, 30-something years ago, completely changed the course of both of those men's lives. Absolutely. Because at the That's end of true. the day, William was about to use again. Mm-hmm. He pictured his face, and then that moment, because that other judge put Randall in that home, inadvertently, mm-hmm. he had another judge make the call, but inadvertently put Randall in that home and their paths lined up at that last moment Absolutely. and stopped him. And it was just like, oh my God. I'm, I don't know how they come up oh, with this stuff. Right. Even Actually, for it to be just to a couple it. degrees of like separation between mm-hmm. the two. Like, I thought that was funny. And to bring it all the way back around yeah. to mm-hmm. the very beginning. And even at the end with um, the judge, you know, he gave up the case to the next judge. And I love yeah. the fact that they picked another African-American judge. Right. Mm-hmm. And right. she, as you can tell, had you know, less hesitation and less judgment. And it was like, it was nothing. And if anything, she was like, thank you so much for choosing Choosing love. love. Like, Mm -hmm. this is easy for me to sign and put this into law. So if they would have picked any, yeah, if they would have picked anyone else, I feel like I wouldn't have felt complete. I like the fact that 
they're trying to show that not everybody is like that. Not everybody that's African American would feel the same way. Exactly. But I do agree with some people, with Deborah in the chat, that you know you were saying it too, and you guys were both saying it during the episode that there are people that would feel that certain way. Like it's not that Rebecca and Jack wouldn't be good enough parents. I mean, I don't want to speak on behalf of you guys, but yeah, it's just that there's an understanding that they can get from being in a different family. And I, I get the judge's point, but I love the fact that they gave us a new judge, also African-American, right. female, and she was just lit up and like, thank you for choosing love. Because Rebecca's face was like, oh no. Mm-hmm. You could tell it was like, where's this going to go? And it was just... For sure. I think they did a really good job of putting everything together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. I, it. I mean, keeping with the whole... This whole episode, I didn't realize how much there was in courtrooms and jail. <laughs> but I mean, we also there most of the whole episode. Mm-hmm. Um, who knew Rebecca invented Photoshop? I like that. Oh thing. my god, <laughs> that's super funny. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I mean, I get it. He's like, we don't get a lot of people like you. I don't know how to balance. Right. I thought that was so, it was cute. so which is real. And honest. It's like, difficult. <laughs> there's even like documentaries about that. How they like in film different ways of lighting when you have mm-hmm. to. Light differently when mm-hmm. you have like all different skin tones is just so fascinating. Now yeah. you can you can face tune, you can visco, you can light room, you can dark room, oh, you can you do can all make of it. it happen. <laughs> all of it. You definitely but, can. But back to Deja and and her mama. Yeah. Oh, that was that was some heartfelt crap from all <laughs> all people involved. It, it was. I'm trying to keep it PC. Yes. Yeah. I, I do want to say shout out uh, Aaliyah in the chat because she's making mention of how she felt like their storyline with Deja was kind of reminiscent to losing Isaiah. Um, I've never seen it. Her- I, don't, I don't know either. I know about it. I've just never seen I'm it. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Losing Isaiah is a movie with Halle Berry, but it, it kind of parallels because Halle Berry was, um, you know, I don't want to say like a crack mom, but she was like, what? Tell the truth. She used drugs and her son was Isaiah who was, you know, they were trying to adopt him. She ended up wanting him back like that that sort of fight. So mm-hmm. it was parallel with that because we got to see um, Deja's mom, Shauna, um, in jail and she made it very clear that, you know what, I feel that I don't I didn't have choices and Mm -hmm. I know you feel this way but at the end of the day I have this love I feel that I'm best for my child Mm. and I want you to know that I'm coming for her and they did such a great job on perspective because Mm -hmm. we're seeing everybody's perspective and I side with everybody Mm -hmm. I really do there wasn't one that was like okay I still side with so and so I get every perspective yeah, right. because everyone, again, is coming from a different place and mm-hmm. they're all just trying to do the best that they can. And even with the social worker, which I love her, she does oh, a yeah, fantastic job <laughs> where she he like comes up to her because Deja's mom said she couldn't come. And he's like, who's looking out for these kids? And she's like, hold up. Yeah. She was like, mm-hmm. excuse me. Do not. You because don't understand. You don't even understand. And a kudos to anyone that is a social worker or yes. has to do that because that has to be one of the hardest Oh my God. Like super in the world to go home and realize that you can't help every single one of these kids. Yeah. And the judges. Yeah, all Their of job them. too. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. To know that you, you're sealing someone's fate like mm-hmm. every single day yeah. when you go to work, you're you're sealing someone's fate. You can't change it. Exactly. And you don't know how it's going to turn out, but you just know that it's going to be. You have to, to be- kind of go in, in that direction. And like you said, I think it was such a, you know, just a good display of just showing, like, humanity, which they always do. Right. Um, but we get to see, I think a lot of the times with, you know, social issues or with life or things we think, it's it's easy to kind of overlook them or to think that you can argue what someone else would do but the learning lesson is you can't argue experience you can't argue intent so Mm -hmm. my experience of a situation we can disagree on the facts but this is my experience of it and we got to see that with Shauna we got to see that with Randall Um, we got to see that with Rebecca Beth fought and I loved it seeing oh, yeah. her switch tones mm-hmm. um, a lot more. And Randall's like, "Wait a second! I thought I was going to be the one upset. Now you're trying to. I mean, who are we playing here? Which one? Mm-hmm. Which oh, role am I playing when, tonight?" When he defended his wife to Deja's mom. Oh yes. When Deja's mom you made a literal Go. reaction, <laughs> I, he said, "Don't get it twisted, sis." I wake up next to a, a headscarf and coconut, coconut oil. oil. I'm with queen. a black queen. queen. He- Let's I almost clear. said it. Say it. Yes. Say it. Yes. <laughs> Whoever wrote those lines, if it was Sterling ad-libbing, I don't know. Right. But shout out to y'all because that was 
represent for black love. I'm yeah. sorry. That <laughs> was beautiful. It was wonderful. And, and the fact that she assumed just because of the way he is and he was like well spoken and he wants her to go to like a different school and be a cheerleader. She's like, oh, let me guess. Your wife is white. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, because I like that. I like that. It's, it's not real. racism from one side. Mm-hmm. It, it's You can be any race. There's, you know, if you're Hispanic or you're Asian or you're Middle Eastern, there's so many different racial slurs out there. There's racism from so many different areas. So I like the fact that, A, he stood up for his woman like a champ. And he was like, don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. He was too much, though, I feel like. A little bit. He's not as understanding <laughs> as I thought Randall would be. Uh, I, I think his mom... He, and he said it earlier when he tried to cover Deja's eyes. It's parental instinct. Like, same with Beth. Like, they're coming in as parents. They care for this girl now. Yeah. Like, they, they want her to be as protected as possible. And so he's like, anything that looks like it's going to be a danger to her, I don't want it. Yeah. I don't want it. And the fact that he went even to see Shauna was enough to be like, okay, he's really... And he said it at the end of the episode, we're falling for this kid. Like... Yeah. It's gonna be a fight. Well, I he, feel like he changed his tune for sure. Like him in the glass, and he was like, "You're not gonna get mm-hmm. her. You're gonna get a fight." And then him actually letting them communicate. I feel like it was literally what they showed at this showed us at the end, which was Randall's history of his life and how his life would have been or could have been very different if William had raised them versus getting raised by Rebecca. It's almost. I kind of I don't know if you guys agree that he was picturing him as being like the Rand. I mean, the Jack and Rebecca, and then picturing like William being her mom like how they're trying to make better decisions mm-hmm, how mm-hmm. in the future they he, she could have a part in his life yes, and really yeah. be and also I think what he said was so um telling is that people were making decisions for my life before I had the chance to she Deja is I mean she's still a child but she is old enough like people children are very intuitive at a very young age and she's seen more than Randall has probably <laughs> ever seen in his life mm-hmm. and so I think at the end of the day, yes, he's trying to be protective, but he also realizes what's best for her is that being able to still have communication with her mother. Yes. Because even though you don't want it and all you want to do is be like, no, 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 we're protecting you like this is best. She's also at the age where sometimes you don't always know what is best for you. For your kid, you just have to do what you can do. Yeah. And I also think it gives him insight into what Rebecca was going through by not telling. Yeah. And so he's like, I don't want to do to Deja what, what my was... parents d- did to me. Yeah. I want to mm-hmm. give her the opportunity because who knows? Deja might s- see something happen with her mom where Deja's like, okay, I need to separate myself and come to that. Like you're saying, Candace, she's old enough where she She can make those decisions for herself and And i agree with that too but for talena's point i do think maybe a piece of it got lost in translation because we did definitely see a different side of randall he was much much so much more bravado and he was not understanding and then at the end we got to see the shift but we didn't necessarily see the shift i don't think he shifted though i think he's still angry at her Mm -hmm. i think he hasn't shifted anything from what he said in that police department but he knows that. Well, he's a bit. He's a, he's definitely more open minded about yeah, it. Yeah, because he, he, I, I don't felt think a change. So. But he is like through the glass. He was definitely hardcore. You're gonna have to come through me. But, but, this but, is gonna be a fight. Rah rah rah. And then he said, "Well, you know what? I, I realized these things. She's gonna call Deja. She wants to be a part of." I feel that there was a shift. I, I do feel I, that he went I don't through that think, experience. I mean, I get that. I do. But what I'm making my point is, is that he has not. I don't think he changed from the moment he was yelling at her through the glass from the moment that he let Deja talk on the phone. I think he's just realizing that, like, I, I got to do what I got to do. Like, I got to let her still have communication with her mother, mm-hmm. whereas he's still going to have that hard front to his mother. I mean, to her mother. She's just getting a phone call. Well, I don't That's I don't it. I don't see it. I don't think that he would always have a hard front to the mother if she's going to be in Deja's life as well, because if that was the case and if he's drawn on his past experiences, William uh, was able to come into his life. And so I think that he's going to open up to that. The only shift, I I agree, I don't think his stance changes, but his approach was just different. I don't think it was typical um, Randall that we're used to seeing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was, I think, I still think agree, and I agree that he's going to stick to wanting to keep her and protect her. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I think what Keith was saying, which what I was saying as well is, that there was kind of a shift in his understanding. Mm. He was less understanding when he was in the prison, and then I feel like he kind of started relating it towards his experience with William, and it did go by so quick. Like, it literally was, I saw the mom, she was in jail, and then she's on the phone. 
Like, there wasn't anything at the end. It just kind of went bop, bop, bop. Well, I think that's part of, partly, too, because he went in with the idea that Shauna just didn't want to see mm-hmm. Deja. And, and then, then mm-hmm. he comes to realize, okay, well, she didn't want her to see her after getting jumped. Okay, maybe I'm softening a little bit. Now I hear that Shauna still wants to fight for Deja. Okay, maybe I, she's not as bad as I thought she was. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where he gets to the point where he's like, okay... We can keep an eye on the imp- the involvement that sorry that the involvement that Shauna and Deja have, but we can let her have a phone call. They so just, we'll agree know. to disagree. Yeah, because they but, didn't show us that. They didn't right, even show giving the phone number. We didn't see the yeah. shit. We didn't see him shift to, to. We didn't see him shift from learning that she was jumped to being. We didn't see a compassion towards her in their exchange. He still was very much like you know. It's your fault. Ambrosado. The reason why she's gone through X Y Z from home to home. Yeah, and even when he said she gave him the phone number, I was like, where was all that? Like, I feel like they, everything was kind of, not slow-paced, but showing us a lot more, and then the end was just so quick. I was like, how did you go from that to it's everything that's happening to her, and you didn't think about her, and I will fight you to the bone, to, oh, she's calling. I feel like I wouldn't show my hand, though. If I'm really threatened by this woman, and I don't want to give that daughter and that child back, I'm not going to show my hand, but at the same time, I'm going to be like, listen, like... I get it. You're showing your hand then. No, not necessarily. I'm I'm gonna put up a front, but then you can call my house and talk to her, and y'all can kick you. Well, you can at least control the situation a little bit better. I do think there was a furthering conversation that we didn't see when it went to commercial. I think that when Shauna says, "I've been through worse," Mm. that might have clicked in because we saw Randall's face before it went to commercial. Yeah, Yeah, and so I think that was him being like, "Oh man, maybe she has been. Maybe Mm -hmm. I can. Maybe I can help to make her life better by doing this one thing for her. Right? Right. Maybe this one gesture will allow her to be like, you know what? I'm really going to change my life now. I'm going to see that my daughter's in a good place. So now I'm going to work doubly hard to." change some things when I get out. Yeah. We just needed three mm-hmm. extra minutes of Randall showing us <laughs> you guys made you just us... just needed like three. Just you, three. You made us cry enough all episode. You should have given us some hope the little light at the end of the tunnel and show Randall. But I think we're all it's like we're talking about everything. We're all valid in our points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying there was just like boom, boom, boom. Not understanding. She's explaining she didn't have choices. You may have had choices and I didn't see what I would expect from Randall normally. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and we then can the understand end, him because it's his character. Yeah. So yeah. it's not that it's something that's far fetched. We get it. It's just that it would have been nice to kind of peer into it. And maybe in the you know episodes to come, we'll kind of see more of that shit. That'll peel yeah. back. I did want to say, though, about that line about choices. Another movie that that made me think of was Dangerous Minds, where one of the students, if you not, haven't seen it, is about a teacher, Michelle Pfeiffer, mm-hmm. who goes and teaches in. A Los Angeles public school, right. I believe. Mm-hmm. And one of the students is saying, like, I can either choose to get on the bus or I don't. It's not a choice. Like, I either get on the bus or I have to deal with the life outside my mm-hmm. front door. And she was like, well, that is a choice. And that just hearing Shauna talk about, like, I didn't have choices. People with choices get to say right. that I have choices. I just think I think that's going to impact Randall and Beth's decision-making going forward. Yeah, I agree. And, and doesn't it make you guys wonder when you are seeing that scene of him behind the glass and her saying, I didn't have those choices, what would have Randall's life been if he was raised by William and his mother? I'm not saying the life would have ended up the same, but it is that, you know, you were given a different opportunity. Yeah, and she said, kind of said that too. Like, yeah. the difference between you and I is kind of... I don't know what she said, but but I don't think she she knew much about him, though. Right? No, no, no. She was just doing that based on the interaction with with the. You must have a white wife. No, but I'm saying not that part. But the only just uh, his commonality among us is that we're all human, right? We are in this human experience. So the only difference between you and me, if we're the same color, is. The luck of the draw, mm-hmm. I think, is yeah. what she was trying to say. This, these are how the cars landed. I think they, we're they almost la- the same color. <laughs> they landed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. Okay, so we still have a whole nother set of people that we haven't even talked about yet. We haven't we're even busy, gone we're busy into. Arguing over Randall. Yes, I love Randall with all my heart, but we got two other twins that are there, and they were having a rough time this episode too. Well, we, one was having a rougher time. What, what, we can yeah, all one agree on a you rough guys, time for sure. We're going to hell. We all got exactly what we asked for, which is the unraveling of Kevin's character. And, and today's episode, empty. I was like, we got what we asked for. We're such terrible people. He's an this empty vessel. lost it. 
But I will say, I love him more for that because there's so much more like dynamic things that oh, are underlaying sure. that are just like, I want to fight for him now versus before. I just was like, okay, cool. Now I want to like, come on, you really, can get through this. And I think it's it's crazy or ironic because I'm. I'm always opposite with you girls apparently because I don't feel inclined to like fight for him. I'm just like I like that he's honest and he's mm-hmm. open because I think that's something that in mm. relationships is he open? I was gonna say is he? Well, and he's definitely not honest. Well, okay, in terms of honesty, <laughs> I was like, in terms take of back honesty, your honesty, take back your open. So I'm referring to the end where he's like, you know what? Okay, I'm I've been playing a part. Like I. I see a nightmare when I think about my future with you. God, and that, that line, harsh. Oh, just cringeworthy. Oh, it just hurt me. Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to I, deal with rejection. But I think a lot of times, like in relationships, more often than not, you know, you get honesty from the person and it's easy to like overlook or sweep under the rug. So I think we'll see where this character is going to go. And I want to know just how honest he is being about it i don't know if maybe he wasn't high or like going i don't through think this he situation. has anything right now at all i think everything's yeah. been stripped from him mm-hmm. like he even said he's an empty vessel so what is there left at this point like yeah it, you it know breaks, round up it breaks my heart because i feel like with kevin and i feel like that's why in the next episode they were doing a lot of flashbacks to what his life is about he's getting the award going to high school is that kevin just feels the pressure of jack he doesn't mm, think he's going to ever be a good enough yeah. father and a good enough husband. So I feel like when he had that flashback, when he's walking through the room and he sees his son and he's not a good father, I think that Kevin absolutely, especially the way I see that he loves his sister, has the potential to love. There's just that lack of fatherly, paternal figure from his father dying that he feels like, I think that he feels like Jack is weighing over his head and that he's never going to be a good enough husband or a good enough father. He just, he's not even allowing himself. And honestly, I feel so bad for his ex-wife slash um, new uh, ex-girlfriend now, apparently. Because she's like, I was good. Like, I was living my life. You came back to my doorstep. Yep. And I know so many girls that are going through that. Like, I hear girlfriends tell me all the time that guys, they gave him second chances and all this stuff. So it's like, but he's not doing it intentionally. Right. He just has some deep-rooted issues. I was waiting for him to literally confess that, like, I'm addicted to my painkillers because he's completely drenched sweating mm-hmm. and it's not raining outside so it was full-on sweat right and i think him really not being able to pick a ring was his wake-up call on top of his like dreams within the hospital and everything right. i think it was the beginning of it because of the fact that you don't know your person enough to know what kind of ring she would like and you're just flaunting your money that's empty. Like it's it, it's an empty gesture. Mm-hmm. You're doing it because you feel like that's what you should do. Right. Because, because your sister's, sister's pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so did. you feel like you need to do something to step it up. And like he's playing the part. Right. And so, even when he yeah. went shopping for the ring, he said, oh, this is what my dad would do. Yeah. Um, something romantic, some big romantic gesture. But he whenever doesn't he know who this he issue is. With my, and that's the problem. He needs to come to the point where he can accept. And I think that may be the benefit that Randall has just with being adopted. Um, mm-hmm. because there's I can clearly accept that I'm not going to be this man because to a certain extent I'm detached from him but I think as soon as Kevin accepts that he's not going to be his father and that he doesn't have to be him that he can just live his life then we can see like okay a good version of Kevin maybe kind of come well, out of that Randall is more Jack than anything yeah. in the world. right right but, but he doesn't have not to even prove his biological yeah. son but I think that's why he doesn't have to prove anything to be more like Jack but because I'm I'm not him with with Kevin too I think he never ever figured out who he was to begin with if we watch even the young one like he's just kind of going with the motions like he's the cool kid so mm-hmm. he has nothing more than just being the cool kid mm-hmm. he doesn't have the attention from either of his parents he's the middle child middle syndrome like jack is always focused on kate and rebecca is all, he may not even be the middle child I, was who say, knows? I think he came first <laughs> either way he's treated but, like the middle yeah. child because then he never gets the the anything except for when he's getting reprimanded when he's in trouble when he's in trouble Mm -hmm. so what else is he gonna do he doesn't have that identifier of who he is as a person throughout his entire life so if all he's writing off on his looks then like eventually you're gonna realize that there's no substance to anything like sophie's been there since the beginning so did they ever really have substance to their relationship 
ever. I mean, I I do believe him when he says that he loves Sophie. Of course. Mm -hmm. Because there's something that she has within her that he gravitates to that Mm -hmm. completes him in whatever sense you take that. But I do also believe him when he says he's empty because there's something he's not dealing with so he doesn't feel. So he Mm -hmm. he doesn't fill himself up with real glee because he's like, if I start to feel something, then I'm going to have to feel everything. And yep. I don't want to feel everything. Mm-hmm. I don't want to feel anything. Yeah. I will tell you something, though. In Kevin's defense, and I noticed that I thought this scene had a, a purpose. And now that we're sitting here talking about Kevin, to his defense, the Jack, you know, the Jack. Yes. The Jack. Right. The father, the husband. Given the fact that he's an alcoholic, he is the Jack. Like, even in our family, like, we talk about him like he's it. It, you know? Toby felt pressure. Toby's mm-hmm. talking to an urn, mm-hmm. and he says, you would do a more romantic proposal. You would do this. You would do that. From what Kate told me, you would want this. You would be like this. It's not just Kevin that feels the pressure. Yeah. Randall feels it too, but I feel like Randall... Um, I just love Randall. I don't even know about Randall. Why he's <laughs> yeah. just He's just amazing, but I also think it's because you know he has these panic attacks, and he has, I think, I believe anxiety is what causes these attacks. He's more in tune with his feelings. Where Kevin, and then even, I'm telling you, Toby doesn't even know him, and he has, he feels this pressure from, like, an urn. Right. Well, I think Jack even felt that pressure for himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, he, he even, like, when he confronted Rebecca a couple episodes ago, he was like, I'm not enough. I'm not the mm-hmm. man that you need me to be. So I think this figmentation of what we put around, like, father figures in general, it's like the day that you realize your parents are human, mm-hmm. and you realize that your parents aren't superheroes anymore, and I think because he died at such a young age for them, they never had that realization that their father was a human. Mm. They always have this fantasized version of what he was. Because that last minute, yes, he did share that he was an alcoholic, but he was fighting. So again, he's still Superman. And he was he's fighting real. through. And he was always real. So you never had that moment in your lifetime when you realize that your parents are still human beings. And I think all of us finally come to that. And then we give our parents some slack. And we give ourselves some slack because we're not trying to reach this, like, Hey, Jack level. is perfect. Stop mm-hmm. it. Just and kidding. that's the problem. I, yes, but I think that that's, that's the, the problem. thing. I'm just kidding. That, I'm kidding. No they're one's never perfect. Gonna, they're never going to reach that. And Jack never even reached that. Mm-hmm. No one can reach Oh, and then if you guys perfection. forgot, in the earlier episodes, Miguel felt the pressure, too. He's like, yeah, I'm never going to be Jack. It's like, everyone feels this pressure. So it's not just... Kevin, poor Kevin. And would they feel that pressure if Jack wouldn't have died? I doubt it. I don't think anyone would feel that pressure. I think because you're fighting with the ghost. I don't think. No. No. I know. I think a little bit of it is um, a natural bit of pressure. I think as a man and looking at father roles and kind of going into adulthood, I think there is a certain level of pressure that comes with that and that you naturally have for like your father or parents. But I don't think as much as they have it. Yeah. Because I think that they would be able to pick up the phone or they would be able to go knock on the door and say, hey, dad, I'm having a really rough day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, can you talk me through it? Like, I feel like I'm going to be a crap husband to Sophie can you talk me through it I feel like I'm a terrible brother to Randall can you you know what I'm saying like Mm -hmm. having him still be there it would alleviate any I mean the pressure would still be there I agree yes especially because he's still perfect if he was still there I still have to deal with the fact that you're perfect in all these circumstances we idolize this guy and then they would get to the point where they're like in their 30s and they're seeing dad's not perfect no like yeah they hid a lot from us when we were younger and there's still stuff so. that we don't rightfully know so. about. Exactly. Yeah. We still don't know any of this stuff about the history with his brother, what happened overseas. Like right. we don't know How anything much about do we the really PTSD. Know. We don't know alcohol. So there's a lot of things again, like what I was saying is that we have this moment when we realize our parents are human and they never got that because all those secrets are still secrets. And then now you have, you know, Kate's pressure, which she, I would say that's the part where like I was holding myself back all episode. There was like at least mm. twenty five times that you could tear jerk. But it was this scene where Kate was saying, let's just go get married at the courthouse. She's like, I don't want people being like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I wish your dad was here. Oh, the father-daughter oh. dance. Oh, he's going to walk you down the aisle. And it's, it's a sad realization that as a daughter especially, like there is a lot of emphasis on your father. Like when you're in school, father-daughter dances. So it's like, I do think he's an incredible person and he's not perfect. I will say, though, he was real. Of course, he's he, imperfectly perfect or perfectly yeah, imperfect. He, I love that. He yeah. stood by his faults. He stood by his lacking as a husband, lacking as a father. And I think Kevin is just as good of a person. But what holds me back from Kevin is that now we're finally obviously seeing him being honest with himself. But he hasn't been honest until this point. Mm-hmm. Like, even with Kate, like, why have you not told your twin that you're, like, 
spiraling down. Like when she's like, "Oh, I'm pregnant." Like his face, he looked so freaking like sad. Yeah. I feel like he was sad. Like he found out his friend in his class is not going to be in his class next year. <laughs> like that's how sad he looked. Like he was just missing out. I kind of wish when he went up to Sophie, I almost felt like there was a dot, dot, dot at the end of his sentence before she closed the door. And I almost feel like he was getting ready to tell her what was going on with him. And then she slammed the door. I wish she would have, like, done the Rebecca, like, not close that door. Yeah. Because he was sweating and panting. No, and... I think she needed to do the Rebecca and close that door because it's been open before. Yeah. <laughs> this is the second time no, we're going Rebecca down this did, road. Well, Rebecca no, did saying, close the door, though. No, I'm saying Sophie. She's oh. been through it with him before. So, you want to be honest? I get, if you tell me that if you think of your future with me, you see a nightmare... But he said it was him, though, not her. I don't care. It's with me. Yeah. Uh-uh. Ain't no I mean, back. I agree with that. But at the same time, like, I was just waiting for him to finish his sentence to where it could have changed. Like, if he would have said, but I'm spiraling or something like that, that would have made me stop. I would still be pissed at him. But it would have made me be like, okay, what's really going on? Like, this isn't really you. Like, why yeah, are but you I, I saying that she, all of this? I feel that she tried to say that. And I think for Kevin, he needs to have this moment where he is completely broken and falls on his face. Well, he's not because, getting her back. Well, he's not getting her back, but I like that she's not going to coddle him or be the person. He's always have somebody to save him, whether mm. it's Kate or whether it's Sophie. He has somebody who he can run to and they can fix him up and tell him he's worthy and going about his business. So I think now he'll get the opportunity to really, like, get to know himself and, you know, n- hopefully see that he's enough and whatever he wants in the Keith's future. Keith's not messing around, you guys. You, he has no right, by the way, to say that Randall was not understanding with Deja's mom because you you're not understanding about Kevin. I am True. Under- Truth. No. Truth. <laughs> Baby time. Agree. Baby you, time. You raise your hand. I am understanding of You wouldn't kill Kevin. that. You would just close it. He was panting, sweating. He was at the hospital. There's clearly something wrong with the guy. But he needs this. Otherwise, he's going to be the same presentation of Kevin that we've always Well, had. we also know that we don't know which route he's going to take. Yeah, maybe he needs this, but which way is it going to take? Is he going to take more pills now? Well, or is or he going to realize that he doesn't? Listen, sometimes... That's on your conscience, Keith. Sometimes that's if he harms himself, it's on you. Because you told him to close needs. that door. Listen, sometimes people need Deja's someone to hug them. Said she didn't have a choice, he so whatever whatever happens, it's necessary. He needs a hug. Work. I don't think tough love works with him. He's actually like he lacking love, which is weird to say, but everything about him, I feel like he is lacking love. He can go right back and get it from his family. I think it'll just come full circle. I don't think anyone really like shows him the love that he needs. They, so they coddle him. Right. But that's what, a big difference. That, yeah. So the point I want to make here, let's be clear, is that out of this brokenness, I feel that if he goes and kind of, if he can't call on can Sophie, then he say? has no choice but to turn to his family and they'll be able to see, hmm, maybe we did miss the mark. Maybe Kevin didn't get enough um, attention. Maybe, you know what I mean? 37 maybe years later, him. what? can we give him you guys, better late than never you guys we're having a moment right now seven episodes in this is the first episode we're disagreeing on multiple <laughs> topics right, right. Someone, oh, that's nice someone take note this is not the second thing that half of us are right, she's staying really out of it she's but you know because you have the veto power girl yeah i can understand both sides yeah like, i do going back to when sophie and kevin got back together I remember being like, it's too fast. Like, mm-hmm. she jumped we all the way in. Mm-hmm. So, now that he's like, I don't basically want this, she's like, I gave up my life for you. Yeah, like, I threw the away yeah. the mm-hmm. other relationship that I was in, and then you're going to say that to me? I don't want to have anything to do with you. And yeah. he didn't show up to the chair. Oh, he was there, but the charity event, he, like, went MIA. Mm-hmm. Right. He's canceled on her three times. He's mm-hmm. not reliable. Yeah, I agree it's with all of that. Distance. I mean, I think she was very valid in slamming the door. I'm not saying that. <laughs> but like, I think make I would sure too. he's in but a yes, cab going sure he's an alive. Uber. At least order the Uber or something. Here, let me get you an Uber, board. honey. Bye. I still feel like if she's a nurse, there should be, there should be something she that knows. she can yeah. see. Yeah. You know and what she I'm did saying? Say like, it. She said, you're spiraling. So I don't know how much she knew, but she should she should have some kind of intuition at this point. Because he's your man and you're a nurse. Like, something should be well, telling you this isn't well, you know what's annoying? We don't know how he died, which I still think. Oh, was like, Kevin? I don't know. <laughs> what? Okay. Spoiler alert. Kevin dies. Like, wait a minute. Spoiler alert. I was like, we don't um, know who died. No. So, you know, because they said that Kate parks outside the house that's not there anymore. I feel like we're missing so many keys to why they're all reacting to certain things because we don't know how Jack died. We was still it somebody's fault? Was it while. natural? Was he a drunk? 
Mm. Like what? What was he? Well, we have three more episodes this season. Not we know they're not season. telling us at all because they're all going to be focused on the big three individually. So I'm excited for that. But we only have a few minutes left, and I'm trying to get to the baby part. Okay. And baby oh. and marriage. So we haven't even touched on baby I'm, and marriage yet. Right. Kate yeah. and Toby having a baby. Yeah. <laughs> and they're telling people <laughs> that smutter thing was so cute. Yeah, but. The fact that she's telling at 10 weeks it's makes very me nervous. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, um... When she said the yeah, 10 weeks part, I was like, oh, Before gosh. she starts sharing. Where they're, are we going? They're, I know. They're, they're doing too much with the baby sweaters. I think they're going to give it to us and then take it away from us. And I don't want to put that in the universe, but... <laughs> the universe. We've been thinking yeah. this for a while, yeah. though. And it's just dropping breadcrumbs. Yeah. Sad. Don't do that to us. You make us cry way too much in it's, the show. But it's reality, it's real. though. It's real. Her age yeah. and her weight, it plays a part. It's definitely a factor. And I wonder what made her, because I, I feel like when she first learned that she was pregnant, she was, you know, granted, definitely more protective, more in tune with, like, the situation. And I don't know if she's just falling into the ideal of it and getting caught up. But Toby's it's surprising excitement. that at 10 weeks that she's going to tell people. Mm-hmm. Because your doctor most times is going to tell you, okay, you know, there's this waiting period. So it was surprising that now she's at this super excited, ecstatic portion. She wants to... She wants her family to know. She wants his mom well, to know. She didn't tell her mom or Randall. Why? Why is his I mom know, right? why finding is that out before, before her mom? That's Honestly, true. that that kind of bothered me because now I know we always put this whole big thing around Jack, and he's so amazing. But Rebecca's a pretty freaking awesome mom. She's. And I know amazing. we've never been on her side. Like we haven't not been on her side, but we don't give her enough credit. After today's episode, she wrote a letter to that judge. She did her, <laughs> what was 20 years ago, the 80s Photoshop. Right. And she's like, this is my family. Put it on your wall. Like, she fought for Randall. Mm-hmm. And Kate just has this thing with her mom. Like, the 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 mom, the other mom's already calling the priest, and her, her mom doesn't even know yet. Yeah, but yeah. I think that's telling of why her mom's not the first to know. Because, because of their relationship. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. strange. Well, I mean, she already had that argument at the at her performance, and I think that mm-hmm. things didn't ever get picked up where they, like, left them there. I don't think that they're, they're working. But, I mean, that whole conversation between Toby and Jack broke my heart. I just cried so hard. <laughs> and it made so much sense. Yeah. Like, I could really see if that Toby happened. really existed. Him sitting and looking at that urn, like, okay, let's 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 break it down. Right. She loves weddings. What is going on? Right. What should I do? She has to say yes to the dress and she has the bow. It's so, so cute. cute. Yeah, it's so, it was so believable. Mm-hmm. But it was so, like, heartbreaking because she's never going to get that moment with her dad and he's trying so hard to just respect her father and her ideal of her father still and I just thought that was so beautiful and and honestly her hesitations were so valid not just about her father and oh I'm so sorry and all this but the the wedding dress Mm -hmm. it's hard like even when she was shopping for I think it was like the birthday or what was it she was doing some event where she was singing her performance her performance like I can imagine she's gonna go somewhere love a dress and they're gonna be like oh I'm so sorry and it's like Mm -hmm. I still think Toby and Kate are, are getting up there next. They're getting, they're reaching up to Randall and they're getting there with the sweatshirt thing though. Two hundred dollars for the sweatshirts to propose. That's crazy. The best is the question mark. It's yeah. Like, wait, 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 wait. You <gasps> marry me, and he goes, wait, wait. Question, question mark. mark. <laughs> right. It was great. And that was hot morning. as hell though. In that, it was you know, it was. Oh my God. But I wonder if we'll get to see them get married. If they're gonna yes. face, well, they better give it to us. I think if they're gonna face, like you know, if we have this issue with the baby situation. Like, okay, when are we actually gonna get to see them? You know, get married. So hopefully, we get to see her have this dream wedding and the dress. And then Kevin can crash it getting drunk and oh great, giving uh-huh. a messed up speech. <laughs> Sounds like so much fun. No, right. We'll He's see. gonna be like, I don't have anybody. But yeah. congratulations hey, to the happy couple. Another thing I love about <laughs> Kate and Toby is that relationships aren't as conventional anymore. And I like that they're showing she kind of proposed mm-hmm. to him while he was unconscious. Um, so it's like it's taking the ball out of like letting the guy decide when. And then they're obviously, I mean, they are engaged, but they're like living together before marriage. Right. And his mm-hmm. mom is super religious, and now she's pregnant at a wedlock. I mean, it's and he's divorced. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I no. thought so. We he's divorced. Divorced. I thought right. so. I was like, because there was last season. Remember, she, we met the, the ex-wife. Um, the ex-wife. Oh my god, she, is, she was mm-hmm. obsessing over her. Mm-hmm. Because when they were at the ah, courthouse, mm-hmm. I guess the justice of the peace, and yeah. he was like, "I never thought we'd be getting married 
under for so many fluorescent, fluorescent lights. lights. And I was like, but you've gotten Been married, married but does, before. Does he have a daughter or no? I don't think no. so. Oh, okay. He doesn't have any kids. Okay. So this would oh, be right, right. Shout. It was like an assistant. I forgot. And then Kate like wanted to go work for her. She started right. like obsessing mm-hmm. over yes. her. Yeah, but that's who, been a while. I love Kate. I hope she, she needs her happy ending. She needs a baby, and she needs a wedding. And she needs to resolve things with her mother. If she doesn't get it, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry anyways, but I, I really want her to get it. I mean, we've I been crying it, a lot this episode, guys. Yeah, and a lot. someone needs to do something to mend her and Rebecca. I'm not down for this shit anymore. Now that I've seen <laughs> that Rebecca is an incredible mom, not that we question, okay, I, not that I questioned it, but I didn't. They've always put emphasis on Jack. We have to admit the writers are like, of course, making give Jack like a big halo. But now Rebecca, after today's episode, she stood up for Randall. And I don't remember who said in the chat, but someone said or two people said that now it explains why Rebecca kept it from Randall because she was Uh afraid of losing him. I get it now. And I think, too, it's very reflective of how society puts so much stigma on a woman, if you really think about it, that they're doing a great job realizing that we side with Jack because we always side with the dad. The mom automatically gets the flack for mm-hmm. everything that goes wrong just into automatically the mom is always the bad person when it comes down to the same decision that the dad could have made and it's the same way we do the same thing with Rebecca we put her to such high standards because Jack is so amazing but yet she's just as amazing we just see her as like she's the mom she should be doing better she should be doing this da, 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 da. so I think that that also makes me think like that's an an idea that we put around women and a stigma that we put around them. They should be doing everything right. Yeah, for me though, my my hesitation with her was that lie, and I said that I not that I'm saying I wouldn't have done the same or I would have done different because now that we see from Randall and Beth's perspective, mm-hmm. they didn't tell Deja that her mom didn't want to see her, which we saw was because the mom got jumped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he mm-hmm. did lie to her. You're trying right. to protect your children. Yeah, the you're trying best to protect. That you can. But now that I know and I've seen that, Re- that Randall could have been taken away from her. Mm-hmm. I understand it. Yeah. I understand why she was trying to hold on to him so hard. I want to go back to something that you just said, Candace, mm-hmm. about them lying, finishing that conversation, about them lying to Deja or Randall lying to Deja about why the mom, the, the switch yeah. and the mix up. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't necessarily think it was just to protect Deja. I kind of think it was to protect Shauna as well. Yeah. That's to yeah. keep a positive image of your mother yeah right because for her to just for randall to sit back down and say well your mom didn't want to see you today that would make deja feel some type of way right yeah and in turn probably reflect bad on him because then she'd be like well why did you tell me why did you bring me it would have ended up blowing in his face regardless so i think yeah and then he would have also looked like the guy the foster dad that's using this as a tool Mm -hmm. to kind of bring her closer yep which would end up backfiring on him but i i did like how randall was upset with his mom you know, I'm telling you, they're bringing everything full circle this episode. He was mm-hmm. upset with his mom for keeping from him about the father. And then he was like, we have to decide. Like, I get it. Mm-hmm. What we're going to tell them and what we're not because we need to protect them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Absolutely. Well, we don't really have too much time for, for predictions. I love and you, I feel mom. like we've done a lot. Aww. I love my mom. <laughs> Lena's just going to take it right there. I love my mom. The only news... I said I... we all love our mom. Oh. I love, I love my mom. mom. No, because we're talking about moms and it's true. <laughs> yeah. Like, they get a lot of flack. And yeah. I just realized, like, sometimes I give my mom a hard time. Sorry, mom. I talk to my mom about, like, three times a day. Oh, God. She doesn't like it. She don't like talking on the phone. <laughs> she's like, quit calling me. Okay. Sorry, mom. I love you. My mom, if she's watching a soap opera, she's like, oh, okay, okay. You're busy, right? Okay, we'll talk later. I'm like, right? You must be yeah. watching your soap opera you right now. You, you gotta go. I'll tell my mom, I'm getting ready to turn here. Okay, well, I'll let you go. Yeah. Like, mom, <laughs> just because what she says to me. It's like it's my idea. Like, she's doing me a favor. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I just like, called I you 30 I'll seconds you ago. I'm not done. Yeah, anytime I'm selling myself, I always talk about my mom and the way I was raised. That's yeah. my biggest selling There mom. you go. Mm-hmm. And go, well, we don't have predictions, but the only news I found this week was... Um, oh, shout out to Steve. Thank you very much. What up? Um, Milo is doing a new movie with J Lo. Mm-hmm. Oh, Milo yeah. and J Lo. J Lo. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I saw her head. I saw that she posted something on her Instagram, and I was yeah. like, hmm. "Well, when I was scrolling, I, it wasn't from either of them. It was from one of those new celebrity sites. I was like, hold up, right. they're dating. Oh my no. god. No, because it lo- doesn't look like a film set. It looks like they're at a coffee shop and someone caught them. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, she's cheating. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no. But I don't know how I feel about this, guys. I, I only want to see with Mandy Moore. Right? I know. I'm interested in how it was, I never would have thought to have them. I, I don't know the what roles they're yeah. playing. We were saying, yeah. Yeah. Wise. We were saying yeah. that earlier. It's like, I love both of them so much, but them together, I don't know, know how, how it I fits. feel. 
We'll, we'll see. see. Maybe they're like <laughs> Jinx. Maybe they're like undercover cops or something, or like detectives together. That would be very like on the nose with J Lo's like stuff right different. now. I so can't remember Edlo? the title of it, but it's super Edlo. different. Oh no, it's Milo. So they'd be Jillo. I'm not putting no, it oh, together. No. No. no, let it go. No, no. but <laughs> yeah, like no, they are. And then separate. we obviously had the marriage, but we mentioned that last week, right? Yeah. Yes, we did with so. Justin and yeah. Michelle. Yeah. And there's more pictures out now too. His wife mm-hmm. is beautiful. They're so cute. They're, right. Ad- they're gonna make beautiful babies. And I think I saw something about them going on multiple honeymoons. Maybe because of Justin's shooting schedule. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much Kevin is like his real... Well, not Kevin, but how much uh, Justin Hartley is like his character. I don't you think, think so? anything like yeah, him Yeah, I don't all. think so. Don't I've so? seen him and he's so. so charismatic and sweet in all of his interviews and just like full of life. I feel like poor Kevin isn't as full right now. Mm. I wonder if all of This Is Us was there. Do we have photos? What is it Kevin? a This Is Us wedding? I think that they have a couple of photos that are up right now, and then now we're getting ready for Mandy Moore's wedding, too. And the cast. Oh, yeah. Most of the cast was there yes. at their wedding, too. Yeah. Which was really nice. Oh, yeah. Mandy Moore's getting married. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's all it's weird. Perfect. They should be, like, marrying the people from the show. Oh, oh and Laura oh, okay. Laura in the chat <laughs> said she saw Justin in Bad Moms Christmas over the weekend. <gasps> oh, I And I hear there's a oh. scene or something... Mm. Where he does a little dance of some sort. Yes, if Ooh. you look at the trailer, you do see him. She said a side of him I never thought I'd see. He's oh. he's hmm. always played that one character. Like he was in Mistresses too, and I remember he was in it for like a season or two. And the he show, was... Mistresses, yeah, with Alyssa Milano. Yeah. Oh. oh he was with um, her sister. I'm blanking on the name. Yeah. <laughs> um, We're over here like. Uh, okay. I don't know. And then he was someone else's ex, and then I don't know. I stopped yeah. watching it. Not that there's anything wrong with it. You should watch it, but I stopped watching it. But he was in it. He played like oh a doctor God. that had a weird shoe oh fetish. Oh. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. I feel like we could just go on and on about this show and about the actors and everything, but we have legitimately exercised all of our time. Did they turn off our mics? <laughs> no. Say hello. We're they still, still here. here. We're almost gone. Don't turn off the lights yet. Go home. We're going home. Thank you guys so much for joining us and sitting through our first argument. Okay. First yeah. ever, guys. We I are. still yeah. love you. I still love you. We agree to disagree, but thank you guys so much for always being here and being involved in the chat and giving your predictions and all of it. We love you guys. Um, and again, you can find me on all my social media I'm Candace Cruz, and you can find me on all of some my social media at Candace R. Cruz. That's right, and I'm Keith Andre. <laughs> it's a long night. You can follow me everywhere at Keith underscore Andre. Keith woke up on the wrong side of the bed. I'm just telling Lies. you guys all right now. <laughs> He's the one that's been... Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. Keith's the best. But you know you did. It's okay. I snorted. I'm sorry. I mean, can we also talk about the fact that you shrunk like six inches from the beginning of this? All right, guys. I'm, I'm, um, oh my God, my face hurts It's been a long day. I can't do it. Um, I'm Lena Nori. You can find me all over the internet at Lena Nori. I woke up on the right side of the bed, even though Keith didn't. And then to my left... I'm Erica Shannon, <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at Miss Airy Baby, and we're going home. I keep bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterbuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 